Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. In this episode, we're here at our Istanbul office with Cameron Degen. Cameron, welcome. Hello. Cameron, <laughs> today we'll do, we'll do something interesting. Um, today is going to be uh, all about fun. We'll, we'll mostly have some fun. I got, I got some facts about Turkey in this paper in my hand. And I'm going to um, tell these facts to you and the audience. And somehow, Cameron, I will expect you to tie these facts into a real estate investment. Any all right. Event? So ba yeah. ba basically, we decided to have a fun, yeah. a fun episode. But somehow, since we're a real estate company, we right. can't just talk about funny and funky stuff. Yeah. We somehow need to tie our little fun bits yes. to real estate. Yeah. But hold on. I mean, do, do not expect serious um, <laughs> points here. Advice. This, is, this is a fun episode. So we're going to yeah. be... We're going to be humorous let's say yes all right let's 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 and let's this is off the cuff on. this is just right yeah on the moment kind of thing no rehearsal so i'll let's start see. with the easy right, ones I'll, I'll, easy. I'll start with these one this this very first fact I, I i basically know what it is but um this idea came from you so i basically kind of want you to verify this thing there 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 has been talk i mean you, you know how um, Turkey is a very central location in the world and everything. So um, there have been talks. Some people are saying it may or may not be the center of the world type of thing. And some people are saying it's the Greenwich in the in the UK. Some people are saying it's um, Tibet or uh, or uh, the, the Himalayas or whatever. I, I, I basically don't know very much. But some people are saying it's Turkey. First of all, can you verify this for me? So I looked it up and this is the result. Look. Where is the center of the world? Now, look at this. In, in 1973, Andrew J. Woods, a physicist, which with Gulf Energy and Environmental Systems in San Diego, California, used a digital global map and calculated the coordinates on a mainframe system as the center of the world. And according to this, the center of the world is in modern-day Turkey near the district of Kurşehir province. Right, right. So basically, center of the world is apparently in Turkey. Okay. So Turkey apparently sits on the center of the world. How would you tie that into a real estate investment advice? Take the fact, Turkey being the center of the world, and very quickly, I mean, just in well, I don't have to say much. Year. Who doesn't want to live in the center of the world? Hey. Okay, this, this was easy. This was easy. easy. Uh, Turkey having a central location. Real estate is all about location. Yada, yada, yada. Exactly. Yada. Okay. So, so, so the, the, the second fact that I'm going to mm. give, this is very easy also. Now, I'm going to say the fact, and I, I want you to turn this into a real estate investment advice. Go on, man. Istanbul is the only city that spans two continents. Go so, on. Istanbul is the only city situated on two continents. So, it straddles two continents. Right. Okay, wow. so the continent of Europe, the continent of Asia. And it is the only city in the world to have this unique position. Now, I want to be a jet setter. I want to be a jet setter. I want to travel two continents in one day. Well, hey, all you need to do is cross the bridge. Right. And you're in a different continent. Yes. So, hey, have a home in Turkey. Every day you could become a jet setter. 
traveling two continents in one day. Good. In fact, you could do that 10 times a day if you want. In, in, in 10 minutes, Who you can do it. Who else could yeah. do that? Yeah, what a luxury. In what 10 luxury. minutes, you just need to take one of the ferries uh, with, 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 with a little Istanbul card for one lira date, and That's you just it. travel the continents. You travel continents. Yeah. Good, good one. Now, it's, it's getting a little harder. Yeah, go on then. Now, the first person who flew with wings was a guy named Hazar Fen Celebi. He flew, he took off from the Galata Tower with his wings and he flew across the Bosphorus and landed on Üsküdar. Turkey gives you wings. Oh, come on <laughs> Why not? Turkey gives you wings. Turkey, no. buy a home in Turkey. And you'll Turkey fly. gives you wing, wings. Tur Turkey will give you wings. Okay. Turkey will it. give you wings. Now, now it's getting a little bit, no, it's, it's not harder, but it's just, we're diversifying from Istanbul now. Santa Claus was born in Turkey, in a place called Demre. It's in the province of Antalya, uh, a town called Demre. And, and well, actually, a, I think it's a province, or it's a town called Demre. And I think the exact district or the ancient, ancient city is called Myra. Yes. After which I named my daughter. Good. So, you, so. if you buy a home in Turkey, <laughs> your children will never go without Christmas presents. Okay, maybe- Because Santa Claus is right next door. Therefore, you should buy a house in Turkey. Therefore, you need to buy a house in Turkey if you yes. want this kind of gifts and <laughs> happiness to surround your home. Let's, let's continue with the, with the South Coast. Okay. Mark Antony. You know Mark Antony? The commander of the army, wasn't he? He was a commander. He was uh, the right-hand man of Julius Caesar. Yeah. This Mark Antony guy, gave Cleopatra a part of the Turkish coast as a wedding gift. Throughout the history, that particular part of Turkey is associated with people coming in order to refresh themselves, detox themselves, and to purify and beautify their skin. Right. So if Cleopatra chose Turkey, the south coast of Turkey, as a place to beautify herself, yes. then why shouldn't you? Therefore, you need to buy a home in Antalya. Therefore, you need to buy a home around Antalya, where Cleopatra used to beautify herself. So maybe it could rub off. <laughs> I like this, by the way. <laughs> maybe it could rub off. Okay. Turks introduced coffee to Europe. Oh. During their 16th century raids into Central and Eastern Europe, the Ottomans took coffee with them. The countries they invaded developed a taste for coffee. Ottoman army, during the siege of Vienna, um, I think the second siege of Vienna, the Ottoman army... Um, during a fight scene, and they've got all these sacks and sacks of something that is spilt all over the place in the battleground, on the battleground, actual battleground. And it shows the crusader or the defending army kind of mesmerized and surprised as to what these sacks are because there are coffee beans in them. Mm -hmm. And the story then comes from there. And this is kind of, it kind of depicts the introduction of Europe to coffee. So how do you tie that into Turkish real estate? Well, if you're into coffee and you wish to live in a place which is the home of coffee, then come to Turkey. Good, good one. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't think about that. Well, it's just simple. I'll, I'll, I'll give you another fact. Go on then. Turks drinks 10 cups of tea. What? Turks drinks 10 cups of tea a day. Well, if you're going to keep your blood pressure high at all times and possibly your teeth rather yellow, then come to Turkey. Okay, good one. Okay. 
Some people believe that Noah's Ark washed up in Turkey and inspired a dessert. Mount Ararat is thought by some to be the land that was sighted by the Ark after the Great Flood. Noah knows that the world is about to come to an end and there's going to be this massive flood. Obviously, he's pre-warned that there's going to be this massive flood. So what he does is he picks somehow a couple, like a, yeah, a couple of each species living on Earth, like uh, two ants, male, female, two lions, two cats, everything, everything. And he puts them on this massive boat, massive ship, the ark. And then the ark starts sailing. And then the flood actually hits the world. So there's this massive flood, nothing spared, you know, all life extinguished. And as the flood subsides, there's only one particular point on entire earth that the flood doesn't destroy. And that's the tip of Mount Ararat in Turkey. Right. Well, you want to be prepared for the end of the world? Come to Turkey. Come to Mount Ararat, because that's the only place Although it will be saved. <laughs> we, don't, we don't sell real estate around there. It doesn't matter. Just say, okay. You can buy this. in Istanbul. Yeah, you can come buy in Portugal. Istanbul, you can one buy hour, in one hour flight. Only one hour, and there's a direct flight to Mount Ararat. <laughs> so, when the okay. next flood hits, that's the only place <laughs> that will be saved. So, basically, Sultan Bezit II commissions Leonardo da Vinci to design a beautiful bridge to spread across the Golden Horn. Um... Da Vinci really and truly designs it, and we have the pictures of the design today. Uh, but for some reason, Sultan just rejects that design and goes on to build what we have today, the Galata Bridge. So, tie that into real estate. Well, before trying to tie it into real estate, I'd say that Leonardo da Vinci was extremely busy at the time. And he was extremely busy looking at himself in the mirror enjoying himself as a rather unattractive female, later to be known as Mona Lisa. <laughs> okay. Which we all... We all you we think all she's know. unattractive? Well, for the she, day's time, she's not, she was okay. She's man. not the most attractive of um, female faces. And, and, and the rumor, let's say, is that, in fact, Da Vinci drew himself his own reflection in the mirror. That's the rumor, in fact, about really? Mona Lisa. And that's why Mona Lisa's eyes always follow you wherever you go. Interesting. Therefore, buy a home in Florence, Italy? Um, well, no. Therefore, buy a home in Turkey. Why? Because <laughs> prices are going up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really find a connection to 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 um, Leonardo da Vinci and um, the um, the Golden Horn as to why you would buy a home in Turkey, other than the fact that the Golden Horn is beautiful and Leonardo da Vinci had he had he chosen to build or draw because he was an architect as well. Apparently, this guy has she well, kind of has she chosen had he chosen to um, finalize the um, golden horn bridge we probably would be looking at a picture of the golden horn in uh, in a museum in paris today as opposed to mona lisa because apparently the excuse he gave for not doing it is because he was far too busy doing mona lisa 
by the way. That's not accurate at all. It is. Sultan rejected his design. No, it's pretty simple. Sultan didn't no, reject no, no, his design. Let, let me be. Let me be a very no. Th that's what I know. That's what the. So the Sultan actually rejected of his course. design. Of course, he designed it. Why? We have the designs. Why did the Sultan reject his design? These are the people whose value is known and appreciated many, many centuries after they're gone. Mm, uh, it's not like at the time Da Vinci was like the Cristiano Ronaldo today. You know, that's what I'm saying. The communication wasn't that his fame, you know, it's not. Do you see what I mean? He was not a myth back then. He was just a person. But if I was a cheesy salesperson and if I had a client, I would say, and I would take the client to um, somewhere around either Tarsana, Istanbul, or where we sold, you know, Jihangir Panorama, that building, overlooking Galata Bridge, I would say, brother, brother, look at this bridge. <laughs> Even Da Vinci's designs has been rejected for this design. I think his bridge, from what I understand, was quite a curvious one. Yeah. So it kind probably of went, more expensive to build. I yeah, think that was it, the reason. It, it was like curvious like that. And at the time, I think probably the Sultan thought, hey, you know, I like straight things, not bent things. So <laughs> he didn't approve it. Agriculture began in Turkey. More than 11,000 years ago, inhabitants of Çatalhöyük, a large Neolithical and Calcolitical settlement in south central Turkey were consuming crops such as wheat and barley, which historians accept as the earliest example of agriculture. There are a lot of evidences today that um, agriculture, what we refer to now as agricultural revolution, appears to have started almost at the same time in a few different places around the world. This is very interesting. One of them and still thought to be the very first one, is Mesopotamia. Turkey, Syria, you know, like where the two rivers right, meet. Right. So that particular part of the world is in fact, which sits partially, the largest portion of it is in Turkey, is known as the cradle of civilization. So there you go. You want to have a home in the cradle of civilization? Look no further. Turkey it is. Cradle comes with it. Cradle comes with it. You ready for the next one? Go on now. World's oldest religious site has been found in southeastern Turkey called Göbekli Tepe, where you had giant megaliths. And what the part of it that has been excavated is just the tip of the iceberg. Yes. That whole area and the mountains, the, the, the entire mountain range is full of those um, religious uh, places, the ceremonial places. Now, this has been referred to as the starting point of culture and religions and the agricultural societies. Göbekli Tepe is a very, very interesting place. Yes. And it still has a few mysteries, unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Settlements and what we can refer to as culture, civilization, starts with agricultural revolution. Right. However, then comes the discovery of Göbekli Tepe, which predates predates um, agricultural revolution by 2,000 years. Right. And there are signs of mass gatherings of not 100, 150, but thousands of people. Yes. So it is an incredibly important find, unmatched by any other so far in Turkey, this site called Göbekli Tepe. Right. And there's nothing around it, right? Very, very interesting. How do if you, you are, tie that to If me? you are a culture buff who 
likes to unravel mysteries, look no further than having a home in Turkey. Because Turkey is not only unique in many things, but it's also full of mysteries that are that await for the be learned to unravel. Therefore, you need to buy a house. Therefore, you need to buy a Don't house. go check into a hotel or rent yeah, a place. Buy a house. Buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and this is the uh, last one. Go on then. Oil wrestling is a national sport in Turkey. What wrestling? <laughs> Oil wrestling. So... Um, this is this is what happens men get half naked they oil themselves and they basically wrestle themselves and it's our national sport you know kirpanar oh yeah, yeah and yeah. and everything so that's basically our national uh, sport so uh, it's it's a very fun event that men a lot of men gather and they just you know wrestle each other with with oil so tie that into real estate why would you wrestle wrapped up in oil so if you if you have oil all over your body that's slippery so no one can grab you right, right. that's the whole point isn't it right because these oil wrestlers they wear these kind of quite baggy right sh- kind of shorts black don't trousers they? Black, yeah but they're not exactly trousers they're above the knee trunks yeah yeah but they're quite baggy so that you can hold it yeah i think as far as i know that's the whole idea that this is where you grab people with that shorts because you can't grab their arm it will slip yeah. because it's all covered in oil so there's no part of the body that you can actually have a firm grab over other right? than the pelvis area o- other than right down there down there yeah yeah down there so <laughs> how do you want to do you want to tie that into okay sell somebody a home with that information now if you don't want to go down a slippery slope then make sure you get your partner to wear short pants and come to Turkey for some oil wrestling. Could be fun. And buy a house. <laughs> and buy a house in the meantime. <laughs> How about this fact? Turkey is the largest producer of hazelnuts. Now, tie that into Turkish real estate. Okay, Turkish hazelnuts are in fact um, the best hazelnuts in the world. Um, they are in terms of production. And how I know that? Because I used to work for a company that produced chocolates. Was this Philip Morris? Prof Foods. Prof that was Foods, owned yeah. by Philip Morris. Now they have brands like Toblerone, Milka, and quite a few of their brands, they have hazelnuts in them. Now, about 20 years ago, um, there was some sort of bacteria that allegedly was found at the time in Turkish hazelnuts. I can't remember what the bacteria was called, but some sort of bacteria. Um, and as a result, coming, <clears throat> there was quite a few, quite a lot of um, pressure from Spain, also a big producer of hazelnuts, to switch European chocolate production, the hazelnuts used in European chocolates mainly, which was from Turkey, to Spain. Yes. So Milka at the time switched their hazelnut production to um, Spanish hazelnuts from Turkey. It so happened that a few years after that, a year after that, we were auditing one of the chocolate-producing plants, Milka chocolate-producing plants in Austria. What we noticed is that what we call the complaints book over the past 12 months had grown three, four times thicker than the preceding 12 months. Because of the quality of the hazelnut? Because of the quality, the taste of the chocolate. 
people were complaining, writing in, that it didn't taste the same. There's something missing in the taste. And then they discovered, they realized that it was the hazelnuts because Spanish hazelnuts simply wouldn't give that same delicious taste that mm. Turkish hazelnuts is. So immediately they had to switch from Spanish back to Turkish hazelnuts. So um, if you wish to consume the best hazelnuts of the world at the most affordable prices, local prices, then be a local of Turkey because the best hazelnuts are indeed produced in Turkey. This is, this buy is a home bad. in Turkey. Yeah, buy a home in Turkey. Uh, preferably Trabzon because that's where mostly oh, yes. they are. Preferably they are in the north yes. coast of Turkey. But then again, you could buy anywhere in Turkey because your hazelnuts will be delivered to your door at the courtesy of Alatin Kilic. You, takes you don't actually himself. need to buy a house for any of these reasons. No, you don't. Apart from Istanbul being the only city in the world that spans two continents. Why would you buy a house because of that? It makes the city unique. There's only one Bosphorus in the world. There is only See, one See, for Bosphorus. example, every single special production car, one of 50, or every single you know limited edition watch, one out of 100 or whatever, whatever is limited and special, its, it's value is going up. So anything that you buy across the Bosphorus today facing the Bosphorus, its value has to go up no matter what happens to the economy, no matter what happens to this or that, because you are buying a unique asset, 100%. which is going to appreciate Which also happens to be situated in the center of the world. There you go. Not, only, you go. not only in the city, the only city that straddles two continents, but also you'll have a home in the center of the world. What right. more do you want? where you can have access to the best hazelnuts. Right. The first man to fly. Right. Well, his museum is there. And also... A bridge that never got built. A bridge that never got built by yes. Leonardo Would have been amazing if it was built. Would have been. And what else? And for culture buffs, there's Gobekli Tepe, there's Chatalhuk, the, the, like one of them, the fir first place where apparently agricultural revolution started. And the other one, 2,000 years before agricultural revolution, an evidence of worship and mass gathering, which we still don't understand why or how. So now, if you simply do not want to understand, come to Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. A lot of questions. Yes. Cameron Degen. Unanswered. It has been a fun episode. Well, I uh, hope so. Thank you very much. And in, in this episode, we have got to know how cultured you are. How, oh. how uh, you know, um, well-educated in history you are. Well, I do enjoy Not history. only history, I but geography history. also. My, my geography isn't Not as good. Not only geography, I'll but be honest. macro and microeconomics history, also. I mean, I'm really interested in prehistoric civilizations. I'm just trying to praise you. Now, don't, I said don't history, geography, me. micro, macroeconomics, because you talked about the Asian All of that. All yeah. of that. And, and you were... You, you I'm were, a good cook too. A lot, a lot. God a has lot. blessed you, man. Nah. Cameron Degen, thank you very much for this thank episode. You. Guys, thank you very much for watching. If you're interested in buying... Uh, a piece of real estate based on this information and based on what we have just provided you with this number, <laughs> you can reach out to us. Thank you very much. See Thank you in you. the next one.